Welcome to the 7 Daily Choices Podcast, a podcast designed to empower you to transform your relationships, optimize your leadership, and ignite your world. My name is Dow Tippett, and I want to help you create, build, and sustain a thriving life with others. Today, what I want to do is we head into episode five. We've been talking about, as we launch the podcast, the seven daily choices that allow us to transform our relationships, optimize our leadership, and ignite our world. What I want to do today is I want to take a shift, and I want to talk about what it is that breaks down our relationships. Why is it that our relationships fall apart and the natural entropy takes over if we are not choosing to build them up? And the reason I want to talk to you about this is because this is happening in all our relationships if we are not careful. These struggles we will all face. What's more, not only will we all face them, not only have I seen these played out again and again in relationship after relationship, I go through these myself. I struggle. In the midst of this COVID-19 crisis right now, these are going to come up. They're going to be issues, and you need to know that you've got to face them together, and they're going to happen in your relationships so that you are prepared when they happen to be able to look at the framework we're going to give you today at the traps that are set so that you can know how to stand against them. Now, here's a belief that I have. I believe that we have an enemy who is tearing apart at relationships that his entire desire is to tear down anyone who would unite together because when we do that, we have the power for good. When we come together in love and kindness and grace and peace, we have the power for good. And so there is an enemy and his forces that come against our relationships. We see this in Christian marriage and in all marriage all the time. That enemy is after us. And so I want you to know what his game plan is so that you can be prepared when he shows up in your life and he's telling you the lies he tells and they begin to tear apart your relationships. You can turn around and make the seven choices we've talked about instead of staying trapped by the enemy. And here's how the enemy traps us so that our lives and our relationships get torn down. First of all, we get tired. We get tired. And tired can be spiritually tired. It can be physically tired. It can be emotionally tired. During the midst of this COVID-19 crisis, we are beginning to feel the stress that is wearing on us of the change in life. And changes bring stress and they make us tired. And when we're tired, we don't respond well to each other. We get tired physically because we're not getting enough rest when we're going 900 miles an hour. But now that we've slowed down, some of our spiritual weariness or our emotional weariness is coming to the surface. And so where we've been tired in other places, it begins to show up. Have you ever noticed that when you have an argument with your spouse that at at the end of the night, it seems to be worse than when you have a discussion earlier in the day? The reason is you're tired. You're not going to do as well at judging your words, at judging your decisions, at saying the things you need to. Now, that's not to say you can't have a good fight in the middle of the day. You can. But I want you to ask yourself, what is it that's wearing on you? What is it that's causing you to, to want to respond with defensiveness and anger? So, What happens is 
we become afraid because we don't have we don't have all our energy to understand that there's nothing to fear. We need our energy to overcome this natural tendency we have to sort of lock in on fear and the things that are around us that make us afraid. And when we let fear rule our lives, that is a difficult way to live with others. And we can't let fear rule our lives. And that happens when we get tired and we're sluggish and we're not ready to respond the way we know we should we begin to respond to others poorly, and so our relationships begin to break down. Because what happens is, when we're tired long enough, we get raw. Have you ever had an open wound where you touch it and it just hurts because you touch it? And when we get raw emotionally or spiritually or physically, it's as if everything around us is a problem. We become irritable, and we become insensitive. The, the slightest word out of place gets us upset. And so we respond in ways that are not good or healthy. We, we respond with anger or we respond with, with uh, passive aggressive actions or we respond with harsh words. We respond to our own weariness when we are raw by being irritable and insensitive. We, we don't think about others. We only think about ourselves. I heard someone talk about at one point in a sermon, I, I think it was Andy Stanley, but I don't want to give credit where credit's not due. Um, and he was talking about how when we hurt, we become very selfish. And we do because we've got to deal with the pain that's going on inside of us. It's just a natural response to pain is to turn in on ourselves. The problem is when we turn in on ourselves, we don't respond well to others around us. Okay, And so even in physical pain, we see this happen. You drop a hammer on your toe, you're not thinking about other people. You're only thinking about yourself, right, in that moment. We've got to respond to that pain. But when that's emotional and it's spiritual and it's, it's long-term physical weariness and tiredness, what happens is over time, we become irritable and insensitive and everybody begins to bug us and we begin to lash out at those around us and we begin to hurt other people. Maybe you've heard it said that hurting people hurt people. Well, tired people hurt people. Hungry people hurt people. Lonely people hurt people. Because we are hurting and we respond out of our own weariness. And, and because we're weary, we respond out of that with irritability, insensitivity. We treat others around us poorly because we're raw. We're raw. And we've got to recognize that. And we've got to take responsibility for the reality that this is something going on in us. It may not be the person next to us who is causing the problem. It's our own pain and our own wounding that is causing the problem so that we respond to the wound, not to the person who is who is speaking to us or is interacting with us. That person may be doing something loving, but it feels hurtful in the moment because we're raw. But because we're raw, the next step is we feel alone. We feel completely isolated because everyone around us seems to not care about us. They do things that drive us crazy. They say things that, that uh, make us mad or hurt our feelings. Oh, and it's never our fault. 
we're, we're not the ones who are having the problem. We don't, they obviously, there's something going on with them and we don't care what's going on with them because they're just being mean. Again, we're not sensitive to their needs. We're not being aware of what's going on with them. We're only concerned about ourselves. And because of that, we feel alone because we're, we're pushing people away. We're driving them out of our lives and it makes us feel alone. Now, we're not alone. We're not necessarily alone. But in that moment, we feel alone. But when we feel alone and we feel like those around us are are coming against us and everything they do irritates us or everything they, that we say seems to upset them, they seem to get mad at us for anything we say, no matter what comes out of our mouth, because we don't realize we're being insensitive, we pull away. Because we feel alone, we pull away. We want to justify the feelings that are going on inside of us. Now, at this point, we have an opportunity to turn around at any point in that trap. Tired, raw, alone, pulling away. We can turn around without doing serious damage long-term to our relationships. We can turn around without serious long-term damage to our relationships. But if we don't, we're going to begin to walk into traps that will begin to damage us and damage others. The second P in trapped is private sin. These are the sins that maybe nobody sees. Sometimes they're things that are wrong that other people don't see. Sometimes they're just things that are wrong for us. We are not behaving as our best selves. We're not living up to the standards we've set for ourselves or we've set for others. We're not living up to the best person we're supposed to be. Now, if like me, you're a believer in Jesus and you follow the Bible, these sins sometimes are defined. Things like pornography and drinking and um sexual addiction or or smoking or drugs or Netflix or workaholism or th- there are things that that we can begin to see and define for each other as sin but the truth is not everybody defines them as sin number one and number two um, oftentimes because nobody sees it we can stay in it longer than we should The fact is, when you know you are not behaving as your best self, you need to start choosing to be different. You need to choose something else. You need to choose the seven daily choices. And you need to go through the choices and ask yourself, what choices am I not making right now that are causing me to turn in on myself instead of working for others, instead of concerning myself for others that are destroying my relationships and destroying my heart from the inside out? I'm destroying myself because of my own private sin. I am not living up to being my best self. Now, if you don't believe in scripture where these are defined, you have a definition and an understanding of who your best self is. You know what that looks like because you've defined it for yourself. You know what that looks like. And if you're not living up to being your best self, then you are sinning against yourself. It is private, You get to define it. But the fact is, if you don't stop, you begin to hurt yourself and you're creating long-term damage for yourself and your relationships and everyone in your world begins to experience something being off with you, okay? You're tired, you're raw, 
You feel alone, so you pull away, and you begin to get caught up in private sins, escapes that soothe your, your hungry soul, okay? That, but only temporarily. And the problem is because of the temporary nature of these soothing aspects, we got to have more, and we got to have more. And we got to have more. And after a while, the amount of soothing we're doing with these temporary private sins isn't enough. So we got to get more and more. And eventually what, what happens is we become entrenched in idolatry. Now, again, this is religious language. And for those of you who may not be religious, you may go, what do you mean idolatry? Listen, if there is something that you give your energy, your time, and your, and your life to pursue that's your God. That's your God. If it is the most important thing in your life and you will give up your relationships for that, for that comfort, for that thing, it has become your God. And you may not call it God, but it is in charge. And you are no longer in charge. And what you thought you had under control is no longer under control. And at this point, relationships begin to sever become because we become stuck we become entrenched we are now caught for good in this sin unless we turn things around we are going to be stuck forever in this thing that we thought we had that now has us in this thing we thought was just giving us comfort but now has control we find that those things that we turn to that are not good for us, that are not our best selves. We don't turn to God. We don't turn to others. We don't make the choices we need to make to build up our relationships. We begin to tear them down. We become entrenched in idolatry. And what we thought was was just a thing in our life that we were participating in has become our God. And we now serve it instead of it serving us and the comfort goes away and we are trapped and we are stuck and the last step is then comes death death of relationships death of friendships divorce and sometimes actual death can come because we get entrenched in our idolatry and we don't choose to turn around and we don't choose to make the choices that are going to change that and that are going to transform our relationships and optimize our leadership so that we can ignite our world. If we want to transform all of that, we want to turn it around and we want to make it better, what we have to do is we have to decide that we're not going to stay trapped. We're not going to let the idolatry that's taken over, the things that have pulled us away from being our best selves, stay in control. Now, oftentimes at this point, you're going to require all kinds of grace from others. If you're an alcoholic, you're going to need a group around you helping you to take one step at a time, one day at a time, one moment at a time, so that you can begin to walk away from that that had you trapped. If you are a workaholic, you're going to have to turn away from work and you may even have to set up accountability in your office to keep you from being there too long and too late. If you are stuck in, in some addiction, maybe it's Netflix, maybe it's food, 
Maybe it's your children take too much of your time. You are going to have to get others into your life who are able to hold you accountable and tell you when you are wrong. See, part of the problem that we struggle with at this point is we don't like people telling us we're wrong. The problem is if we don't allow people to be radically honest with us and tell us we're wrong for our own good, then we become very unaware of who we are and how we're hurting those around us. All over our country right now, in leadership places, in corporations, in homes with both husbands and wives, we see this happening where people are not willing to be called to account. And because we're not willing to be called to account, because we're not willing to be made aware of our own blind spots, we continue to rip and tear and shred each other and it tears apart our lives, our relationships, our jobs. It tears apart our leadership. It breaks down our integrity and everything in our world begins to fall apart because we're trapped and things begin to die. Maybe you're a wife who's gotten caught online in a relationship with someone who's not your husband. Maybe you're a husband and Maybe you want to live your best life. But when that girl pops up on your screen, you start flipping the pictures. And those pictures take you deeper and deeper down a rabbit hole. The truth is right now we hear that somewhere between 75 and 80% of men look at pornography every week. Do you understand those girls are someone's daughter? Those, Those girls are enslaved themselves many of them being abused and mistreated. And you would never allow that for your own child or the child of a friend. But you, because you don't know them, it's not the same thing. Stop lying to yourself. You are caught in idolatry. Maybe what you're doing is you're just binging again and again and again and avoiding your world. Maybe you're caught in a game a video game that holds your time rather than your kids or your wife. Whatever it is that has hold of you, you've got to break the ties. And here's how you do it. You start making seven daily choices. You're going to have to begin to be vulnerable and tell other people that you're wrong and you're broken and you need help. You're going to have to be willing to be aware of where it is that you're trapped where the trap is. And you're going to have to be willing to let others tell you where the trap is. You're going to have to work hard to be safe for others and to create a safe space where you are a generous person filled with gratitude. Thanksgiving and gratitude are going to allow you to help other people to see you better. And you're going to have to accept some radical honesty. In fact, you're going to have to beg for radical honesty. The kind of honesty that tells you things you don't want to hear, that you need to hear, even though you don't want to hear them, and tells you anyway. You're going to have to accept that and desire that and even pursue it. And you're going to have to forgive. You're going to have to forgive yourself. You're going to have to forgive those others in your life who you feel like were hurting you. Because they weren't hurting you because they wanted to hurt you. They were hurting you because you were wounded. You were raw. And in your wound, you thought they were coming at you and they weren't your enemy. And you're going to have to forgive them. 
for what they've done and what they've said and how they've hurt you. And you're going to have to race to forgiveness with them. And then you're going to have to choose to turn around and begin to live your life with integrity. Decide the best person you want to be, who that is again, and pursue that consistently and make that person somebody of good character who's a loving person and pursue that consistently. Not that you're not going to fail. Listen, it's hard to give up our gods. It's hard to kill our idols. But the reality is we can do it and we can be redeemed. But more than anything, and here's where it's got to start, you've got to decide that you're going to submit yourself to something greater than yourself. It's interesting that whether they're believers or not, most narcotics and alcoholics anonymous groups start with this. Step one, you got to surrender to something bigger than yourself or someone bigger than yourself. We recommend God. We recommend Jesus Christ who loves you and cares for you and wants what's best for you. But you're going to have to surrender to something that is greater and bigger than yourself. But here's the thing. When you begin to daily get up and choose to surrender to that which is greater than you, then you're able to give yourself to others in ways that you haven't in years or maybe decades, that you're able to begin to give yourself differently. You're able to be redeemed and restored and renewed. You're able to find new relationship. You're able to live another life. You are not stuck where you are until you are dead. You can begin to redeem things. And you may not be able to redeem your marriage and you may not be able to redeem your job, but you can redeem who you are so that the years ahead of you are redeemed. You can redeem the years ahead of you by making these choices and surrendering yourself to something greater than yourself. Whether that's others around you or it's God or it's community or it's a passion to serve, whatever that may be, you're going to have to do that. I recommend Jesus because he takes care of the rest of that stuff. But you've got to decide to submit yourself or you're just going to stay trapped. And eventually you will die alone. But the only thing to show for your life is you. And that's not living. The whole point of this podcast is that this world is filled with people who are alive by the grace of God, by the gift of life. They have the gift of life, but they're not living because living is a choice and living is measured in relationships. And if your relationships are broken, your relationships are falling apart, your relationships are being torn up and you are trapped you're going to have to turn it around. And the way to do that is the seven choices we've talked about. And you got to get up and you got to make them every day. And if you don't make them every day, your relationships are going to begin to disintegrate. But every day you've got to get up and you've got to choose, choose. You are empowered to make the change. You have the power to transform your relationships and ignite your leadership. You have the power to get out of your own trap. You don't have to stay in a trap. You have the key to unlock it. You don't have to be there. And if that's how you feel right now, we want to encourage you. You don't have to stay there. Go back. Listen to the 7 Daily Choices. Grab my book, 7 Daily Choices, available on Amazon or on Audible. You can go get my book. It's there for you. We want you to have the tools and the resources. And here's what we're going to do. If you get online right now and you... uh, 
rate and review this podcast, what we're going to do is we're going to take uh, the first 10 of those. We'll try and get in touch with you. So you'll need to rate and review us and then send us an email at support at sevendailychoices.com. And when you send us that email and we see that you've rated and reviewed us on iTunes or wherever it is you, Stitcher or wherever it is you listen to this podcast, you've rated and reviewed us. Then you send us an email, say, I've done it. We'll go, we'll go look at that. And the first 10 people who send us an email and say, hey, rated and reviewed your podcast, sharing it with my friends, whatever it is you're doing beyond that, you send us, just rate and review, send us an email that shows that you've done that. And we'll go read your reviews. We may re- read those on air, but here's what we're going to do. We're going to send you a poster of the seven daily choices so that you can hang them up wherever you want. We've got them in a nice Tory. Um, I've got them here on my wall. We're eventually going to go video with this thing, but we're having issues. And when we figure all those out, we'll go video. But until we do, you can rate and review us and we will send you this poster. You can have these in your home. You can hang these up on your fridge or you can hang them up in your bedroom or you can hang them up wherever they're going to work for you to remind you that this is what it takes every day. You've got to come back to these. You've got to come back to these again and again and again if you want to keep your relationships whole and you want to get out of the traps that you've been caught in. All right. So thank you for listening. Go rate, review, subscribe to the podcast so that you get all the episodes as they come through. I know this first week things are a little dicey with uh, both Google and iTunes as I'm figuring out how everything works and how to get everything out on time. I'm I'm still learning uh, all those little details about how to get everybody else to post my stuff on time. But as I figure that out and then you figure that out and we, we see all this, you're going to be able to keep up with us. By the time hopefully this episode comes out on April 8th, I'll kind of know what I'm doing and you'll be able to get all that stuff in your inbox. Listen, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for your support. Anytime you want to come around and you want to help us out or you want to ask us questions, again, go to support at seven, the number seven, dailychoices.com, and we will um, respond to you by email, and we'll pro- we may bring you on in the podcast and or at least talk about your question here on the podcast if it's okay with you, so that we can make sure that we're helping one another grow in these seven choices, and we're helping each other to transform our relationships, optimize our leadership, and ignite our world. And don't forget, life is a gift. Living is a choice, and living is measured in relationships. <laughs>